Back of the end zone. He'll run it out to the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 45. There goes Davis. Oh, my God. Davis is going to run it all the way back. Welcome back to another episode of The Rant. Today is Thursday, February 4th. And the NBA does not sleep. No, it does not. No, it does not. A lot to talk about. A lot to talk about. And honestly, I think we need to take a step back and look at ourselves in the mirror and realize that we have been wrong about a few things. Yeah, right about some, wrong about others. You know. So let's just As start off about one thing that we are we were wrong about. The Miami Heat. Yeah, it was a fluke. It was a fluke. Don't look. They don't look good. No, and I think, I think honestly, because it was the bubble and crazy stuff happened, like the Suns going undefeated and the Heat making the finals. Yeah. Uh, we bought too much into that and we didn't really look at their roster in detail and when you look at their roster in detail you realize it's really it's not super great beyond the top three three three, four guys guys on the team it's a lot of dudes who are really playing at their highest level because they work really hard and this and that but the raw talent just isn't there and and that's unfortunate to say because we all love those kind of gritty underdog teams but at the end of the day if you don't have just the raw personnel I mean, everybody works hard, or at least most guys work hard. So if you if you if you don't have that raw talent, it's it's kind of difficult. And I just don't think they have the raw talent of you know Boston, Philly, the uh, the Nets, and and the Bucks. It's so strange to me though, because I mean, I'd still, just how far they've fallen. But it's just like I'd still put their roster. I mean, I put them ahead of the Hawks. I put them ahead of the Cavs and the Hornets, who are the six, seven, and eight teams, right? Like at the very worst, you'd expect them to be the six seed right now. But the, I mean, they're seven and fourteen. And they've lost two straight. And that's with Jimmy Butler coming back now. He missed some time with COVID. Yeah. But, but I mean, they're only two game out of the playoffs. No, right? and obviously we're not saying that they're they're completely eliminated. That's not the case. They, they they could rattle off a span where they just, you know, they they win two out of every three for two months. And then all of a sudden, you know, they're right back in the conversation. They still could make the playoffs very easily in the, in the East. But I'm just saying, they they you expected them to come out of this early season slump a lot earlier. I mean, 21 games in and they are... A 33% win percentage? I mean, it, it, yeah. they just... It, and they've been losing some of them badly, too. That's it, It's not even that, you know, you're like, oh, they're going to just turn it on and they're going to go in. It's like, do they have the ability to turn it on? Because as much as we love Jimmy Butler, I mean, I don't think you could find many people who could argue that Jimmy Butler is, you know, one of the... I don't even think he's one of the, what, the eight best players in the East right now. Or I, Well, I don't think he is, period, but he definitely isn't right now. I mean, they've right? lost two straight to the to the Wizards, which that's bad because the Wizards, we agree, is, they're the worst team in the league. Uh, they lost yeah, to the they're Wiz- really bad. They lost to the Wizards. They lost in overtime to the Hornets, who are better than we gave them credit for. That's another thing we'll talk about in this episode. But, they yeah, lost I mean, to the but they're Hornets. a bottom playoff team. They're, they lost to the Hornets in overtime. And I mean, they got they got blown out by the Nuggets just a few weeks a week ago. Yeah, by almost thirty. Almost thirty. Yeah. And, I mean, they're not scoring. They they're, they they got had, beat by the Raptors by twenty. Like well, and the Raptors had, are bad. I'm looking at their schedule just like within the last not even a month. They've had three games where they haven't even scored ninety points. Mm-hmm. 
right? So they, they yeah. there's just a struggle. It is a struggle for them, and it's it's shocking because I I didn't think they would have this much of a you know a hangover from the finals last year, but it really seems as though they are. Yeah, what's what's crazy to me is that they have so they have four games that I would call winnable. Their next four: Wizards, New York twice, and then the Rockets, and then they have three brutal ones. Yeah. And then it's kind of, it gets harder, right? They're playing, you know, the Lakers, they're playing the Warriors, they're playing the Jazz, they're playing Atlanta, right? And it's like, where are those wins going to come from? Well, it's just like, right? in order to dig themselves out of the hole they have already... They'd have to beat teams that are better than them. Well, they're, and they're going to have to do it at kind of an astronomical rate, right? Like, they're going to have to, like I said, they're going to have to start winning, you know, two out of three games. And, yeah. and it's... That's not easy to do when you have to play good teams, right? Um, but it's I just didn't see them so take strides shocking. forward, right? I know it's they've so struggled shocking. with injuries. Hero's been out and Butler's been out. But if you look at the other good teams in the East, like, I mean, hey, Boston played a stretch without their best player and they were doing Walker, okay. Yeah. yeah, and they played another stretch without Tatum and they were okay, right? With the exception of the Bucks, right, which... We kind of agree. We don't know how they're going to do in the playoffs, just because they've kind well, of they always kind of painted themselves as a regular season team. With the exception of the Bucks, every other good team in the East could lose one of their best three players, and they'd still be competent. And it's just not been the case for Miami, right? And mm-hmm. I think that's because their best three players, like if you look at the three best players, okay, you say Adebayo, uh, Jimmy Butler, and Hero, mm-hmm. and you compare that to the three best players on any of the good East teams. Like, do they really stack up? They're not better than the three best players on Milwaukee. They're not better than the three best players on the Nets. They're not better than the three best players on Boston. They're not better than even the three best players on Indiana. I mean, I'll ask you, do you take... I mean, okay, aside of, like, uh, Levert now with the um, with the cancer thing, but we hope he, he yeah. gets over that, right? But do you really take those three guys over, over Levert, Miles Turner, and Sabonis? I don't know. The fact that we're even arguing that is a little bit ridiculous, right? Because nobody's arguing that Levert, Sabonis, and Turner are going to the finals or, or even even deep in the playoffs. Yeah, that's I mean, and that's, that's the kind of tier that we're talking about, right? Are you taking them over Trey Young, John Collins, and um, Capella? Dude, I'm blanking. And Capella, maybe, but again, that Atlanta team isn't going deep in the playoffs. Yeah. So yeah, that's a good point. You know, we're not comparing them to the top tier teams in the East. There's there's no way you take those three guys over Giannis. Middleton and and Drew Holiday, not even a chance. You don't take them over Brown, Tatum, and Kemba. You don't take them over the big three in 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 Brooklyn. So, you know, I mean, I just think that they they need they need better personnel, and I don't know if that big three can stay together and lead them to the promised land. I don't know if Jimmy Butler or Bam Adebayo well, just like be the best last, player on a championship team. Last the, the bubble this past season that was their best opportunity right that was their best opportunity because it was craziness everybody else was in craziness and uh, i mean i just how many times is are the bucks going to choke in the finals right and and play well boston and milwaukee choke right like i just you know i just think with the team that miami has right now it's not good enough it they're still not at the level that the top end teams are in the East. And I think, I mean, last year was their best opportunity. Unfortunately, they're kind of reeling a little bit. And it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think this year is going to be no 
a, a terribly good year. But sometimes the other teams got. But better. sometimes, I mean, you look around all sports, and there's there are cases where it's like you know, team goes to the finals of the championship, whatever. If they lose, they have a horrible hangover the next year, right? Everyone kind they're of they're just awful. Everyone kind of dial reins in their expectations on them going forward, and then they come back and they they they're you know they recover again so so maybe that happens in the future but i mean they just they don't look good right it's not just no. oh they're losing games like they look bad too when they when they lose yeah. games. they're not scoring points i mean they're not no. struggling to bake 100 points consistently or barely breaking 100 points consistently in the modern nba is not a recipe for success no it's not right? it's not like you can play all the defense that you want right and i get that that works better in the playoffs that's the thing. The Heat are one of those teams that are better suited to the playoffs, right? Where the refs let guys play a little bit more. Well, but they, they the problem is like you got to get to the regular season to also, make it to the and playoffs, And they play right? like a style of defense that's like very high pressure, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just more physical. I mean, that mm-hmm. is what it is, right? But the thing is you got to make it through the regular season to get to the playoffs, obviously. So <laughs> if, if you can't... If you can't make the playoffs. You know, if you can't make the playoffs, your, your playoff style basketball doesn't really work that well now, does it? <laughs> Let's uh, continue along the theme of defense. Let's talk about one of my mm-hmm. favorite defensive performances uh, of all time in any sport. Oh, man. This uh, was the so bad. Wizards and the Nets. This was so bad. This was so <laughs> the bad. The Nets gave up 149 points. Let's round up and just call it 150. They gave up 150 points to the Wizards. That was Wizards. embarrassing, dude. That hey, was embarrassing. number one scoring offense in the NBA, the Wizards, uh, finally won a game. Uh, it's, and and it, and it came against the Nets of all teams, right? Who everyone sees as invincible, and they have losses to the Wizards and the Cavs. I mean, I'm not trying to be like boomer guy that's like, oh, modern NBA players play no defense. Like, okay, I'm not trying to be that guy, but that was embarrassing. That was <laughs> that, terrible. I mean, that was so bad. It was bad to watch, honestly. For the Nets, the to defense score. was so bad that it was like it was bad TV. <laughs> it was bad TV. I'm sorry. It looked like the All-Star game, and there's a reason that nobody watches the All-Star I mean, game. It was it terrible. Was, like, the fact that that game did not go to overtime. No, that was a regular and, time and game. It, and the Nets scored 146 points and lost. I mean, that's bad. They gave up almost 50 in the fourth quarter. I love how Kyrie Irving was like, I couldn't guard a stick out there last night. It's like, yeah, well, we knew. Like, but, we, we, yeah, you couldn't guard a stick today, but ever. also You couldn't guard day. a stick ever. <laughs> also, let's not act like this is a one-day At day no thing. point could you guard a stick. So Let's not act like this is a one-day occurrence, And we were, we were talking about this, right? I mean, it's, again, the problem isn't that you just have bad defensive players and that you have a lot of bad defensive players. It's that you have a lot of bad defensive players who play the same position and for various reasons all have to be on the court at the same time. Right. I mean, we were talking about this when we talk about college basketball. Also, it's you don't want a bunch of guys that do the same thing. Right. When you look at how that Warriors team was constructed, um, which kind of those old Houston teams from a couple of years ago and this team are trying to emulate, you know, shooters everywhere, just score a bunch of points. The difference is those Warriors teams played defense. Mm-hmm. Right. For the pace of possessions, for the amount of possessions that they had in a the game, they actually played really good defense. And the thing is, that's why they brought in Durant right equally for his scoring and also for his defensive ability because they realized you know Harrison Barnes isn't going to cut it right <laughs> not only offensively because I mean Harrison Barnes still scores over 20 points a game in the league right I mean he's not a bad scorer but defensively he just couldn't cut it right and the thing is Clay Thompson is a better defender than any player on the Nets not named Kevin Durant when he's healthy so they had already a first team all defensive player in Clay Thompson and another one in Draymond Green and they were like no we need more wing defense mm-hmm. right because we play so fast and Steph is kind of 
not the greatest defender. I mean, I'd still think Steph is a better defender than Kyrie. Yeah. But it's 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 just it doesn't work. I mean, it, because Harden and Kyrie are on the court at the same time. You can't hide both of them. They both play the same position, and they're both awful defensively. And KD is just stretched too thin. Now, to be right? fair, KD Harden, can guard one player at a time. Now, to be fair, Harden didn't play that game. Yeah. But that's crazy. They scored 150 points without Harden, right? I mean, like yeah, that is pretty absurd. I mean, but still, the the same goes though because whoever Harden's replacement is, I'm sorry, is probably not going to be playing great defense either. I mean, well, and also and, they're not going to be able to Beal, play because you need Harden. Beal, Beal at 37, Westbrook at 41. So, <clears throat> and Westbrook can't shoot threes. You let him have 41 points without shooting threes. Yeah. He shoots like 28 percent from three. <laughs> And the funny thing is, the that Beal and Westbrook each had a, each had a three in the final seven seconds, right? Yeah. Which gave them the win. So it's just like it's bad defense and also just a complete collapse in the last couple seconds for the it's Nets. Like, I'm not it's trying to like, hear about the last that, couple seconds. You it, let the Wizards put up 150 yeah. well, it's like on if, you. If I'm a Nets fan, also like that does not inspire me. No. Because let's not act like the Wizards are a good defensive team, right? You scored 150 on a bad defensive team, and you gave up a ton of points to. You know, what is on paper, it's there's they're supposedly the best offense in the league. But I mean, sure. besides Bradley Beal <laughs> and Westbrook, sometimes like what on that team is really concerning you offensively? Oh, dude, you're not scared about Rui Hachimura, dude? I mean, not not particularly. <laughs> I mean, he's a, he's a, a great he's a great player, but I mean, let's not act no, like anyone's really scared a, of Rui Hachimura. No, no. But again, I just think the I thing is like it, you know the so Nets bad. the Nets in the playoffs though, right? They're not going to be able to score 150 points against no. good defenses. Against right? good defenses, no. They're not going to. And the the thing is, most the East teams, has good defenses. Most at the top teams end, actually are going to be able to put up 120 minimum on the Nets because their defense is just so bad. God. So I just it's think just this matchup is, wise, it's, just, it's, it's so a, bad. It's a it's a recipe for disaster when come playoff time. It it just just is. But, uh, I just think that it's going to be so hard for them. And it's also, it's going to be a case of those Houston, even if they say, hey, we don't care about defense, we're just going to outscore everybody. It's going to be a taste a case of those Houston teams where it's like one day, your three isn't going to fall mm-hmm. and you're going to get blown out of the well, gym. You want to know the similarity between that, those teams? James Harden. No defense in James Harden? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just think, and also coincidentally, the other top teams in the East are all really good defenses. Philly, Milwaukee, and Boston are all really, really good defenses. Yeah, yeah. Like top of the NBA and, and Indiana defenses. too. I mean, like look at Indiana. Indiana as well. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I don't think Indiana the, can offensively even, run with the Nets, but even them. I mean, they have great defense, right? And, yes. and especially and at I also the guard think, position too. Yeah. And then Sabonis is a great defensive big man. So I mean, well, and the, the other thing is, if you pin KD down guarding Sabonis, because who else do you have that has the size to guard him? Right, and you put DeAndre Jordan on on Turner. Well, then whoever Harden and uh, well, that means Harden's going to have to guard a small forward, right? Which is just going to be so ugly. Mm. That is going to be so <laughs> ugly. Um, let's stick with the the Wizards for a second. Bradley Beal came out and said he does not want to be traded, which is, I mean, hey, good for you being a company man, but you don't have to say that, Bradley. No, I mean, you just don't. Well, if, if he actually means that, then I, I, mean, I cease having it. sympathy. No, I cease having sympathy for him, though. Because it's like, you are putting yourself in a position that, I understand loyalty, but at the same time, like, 
if you want to be judged against other great players, you can't do that putting up 40 points on a terrible team. Mm-hmm. Because you know what we call those guys? We call those guys stat patterns. It's the truth. Yeah. Right? I understand the loyalty, but the Wizards, I mean, what do you have to look forward to in the future? I mean, Westbrook's not getting any younger, and also the way he plays isn't really sustainable. I mean, are you really that excited about Avija and Rui Hachimura that you're willing to stake the best years of your career on them? Like, come on, bro. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's smart, but I can respect him for trying at least. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, unless it's unless it's him just trying to help the Wizards out one last time and get him some good value for himself. If he does that, then at least, okay, you know what? Trying to bump your own trade value up a little <laughs> bit. But uh, Let's talk about know. some other kind of monster performances. Uh, Nicole Jokic had that absurd first half against the Jazz, which broke Dude, their streak. he's so good. He's so good. The Nuggets are starting to get hot. As we kind of uh, expect, seven and three in their last ten. I mean, yeah, they're now fourth in the in the West, which is kind of where we expect them to. Be. I mean, we didn't expect the Jazz to be this hot. The Warriors kind of cooled off a little bit, which is sad to see, but nobody knows what's happening with them. They'll, <laughs> they'll go from looking great one week to terrible the next, and it really all hangs on everybody but Steph just not being able to be consistent. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised that the Spurs are still hanging around. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I, I really, that, I re, I, no, I'm sorry. Like, I really can't explain that. I, I don't, I, that and the Mavs, I just can't explain. Hey, as a Knicks fan, though, I, I don't hate seeing the Mavs just completely plummeting. I really don't because we have, I, I mean, know, the I Knicks, know, know. uh, you hate the, the whole Porzingis thing, but whatever. we got, we have that pick this year, and that, that's that starting to look like that a really true. nice, real nice pick. Dude, so, the wild thing is they're only two games out of the playoffs. Yeah, that is kind of absurd. And and obviously Doncic is still having an absurd year, but you know, everyone else on the Mavericks, not so much. Um let's talk about the Hornets, all right? I want to talk about the Hornets because they yeah, are yeah, kind yeah. of on they're on fire lately. Um they okay, actually I wanted to bring this up because I know you're gonna love this. So mm. what was this? I gotta figure out which dig. Exactly. I know Lamelo Ball started actually getting in the well, starting he, five, which he, is like good for him. Yeah, he just had his first start. Are they playing him with Rogier? Is that how they're gonna do it? Uh, let me check that game against the Heat. How that happened? I w- I would want to talk no, about that game. No, so in so Rogier's not out. So Rogier's not in. So they're starting him with Devonte Graham. Yeah, that's kind of what I figured because Devontae Graham's been fantastic since he really Hey, started. man, Malik Monk had 36 off the bench that's, in 40 that's, minutes. That's <laughs> what I wanted to talk about. You you, God, you read my yeah, mind Yeah, dude, too perfectly. bad he still averages 10 points a game. Dude. So that was that was Monday. Although he is shooting a lot better, so fair play to him. That is Monday. I wanted to talk about this because they beat the Heat, in, and it was LaMelo's first start. And Malik Monk scored career high thirty six to force overtime and win the game. I mean, that is like a perfect Nick Zarico's headline right there. I mean, that's everything Nick stands for in in one sentence. Yeah, here's 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 the thing about Malik Monk, right? Looking at his, he's actually shooting a lot better this year. Which, like, I'm gonna give the man credit. Like, you worked on your jump shot; it's a lot better. Good for you. Um, the problem is, if you ever want to be anything other than Lou Williams. And even if you want to be Lou Williams, you can't average one rebound and one assist a night. That's not... I'm not trying to be mean. Like, I'm not, I don't have anything against the kid. But, like, that's not realistic, mm. right? I mean, either... You, if you're going to say, I want to be a six-man, okay, if you can average three assists, if you can average three and a half assists, mm-hmm. right? If you can average three rebounds. But, I mean, 
like we saw this happen with Fredette, right? Where it's if you can't do anything but score. Well, there's a million and there's one really dudes a that limit. Can, yeah, there's, there's a like million a and one dudes that, that can score, but like at some point you're gonna have to do something else. You can't just be a one way player. You cannot. Yeah, yeah. You have to it's have also, it, you have to have at six, least three, right? So it's like you can't guard anything. Well, it's like you, you and have it's like have, you can't play point guard because you can't ball handle. So. You have to have something else though that that you are valuable for when you're not scoring, right? Whether that's defense, whether that's rebounding, whether that's passing, right? Like, because if you're not scoring, what are you on the floor? Like, you're a, you're a waste of a of a player. At that point, right? You're just an extra man on the floor that... I, I don't know. it, dude. Yeah, it's just... You have to be providing some value when you're not scoring. And yeah. if you can only score, you can't provide Again, that value. Like even, okay, obviously, like, the 36 is not reasonable. And, like, the 40 minutes also isn't reasonable. But if, if he can even average, like, 15, 3, and 3, then I'm like, okay, you can be the sixth man on a team. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Because I mean, I mean, that's God, That's kind of a plus minus what Lou Williams does or or Clarkson on the Jazz. So. Yeah. But to average one rebound and one assist, in, you know, a decent amount of games is just. It's like yeah, you only play seventeen minutes a game, but so what? Your per thirty six is like two and two or two and two and a half. Like, come on, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, defensively. Because it's like you're six, you're like six three, six three and a half. You're not super long, so it's okay. That means you can't defend shooting guards, so you have to defend a point guard, mm-hmm. right? So it's either you're just a liability defensively, which is going to hold you back, also, or if you want to play point guard, you want to be like the kind of combo guard, almost like Sexton is. But even Sexton is averaging better assists and rebound numbers than that, and we still criticize Sexton for not doing anything other than mm-hmm. scoring. And mm-hmm. the difference is that Sexton ain't, ain't putting up 10 points a game in 17 minutes. He's putting up like 28 points a game in like 30 minutes, right? It's, it's very different levels of production scoring. And we still get on Sexton for doing it. Um, yeah. I have to say, though, I mean, I like the Hornets. They're, they're kind of like well, that cool kinda, underdog team. They're that, like, they're pretty young. And again, there's, it's like a team, nothing to lose. Bunch of young guys just... Gordon Hayward is having a 50-40-90 season because why not? I mean, there was a highlight from the game last night with the Hornets that I th- I'm pretty sure they won as well, if I'm not mistaken, where, I mean, like, LaMelo Ball, fast break behind the back to Miles Bridges, who just does, like, a windmill dunk, right? So they're kind of like a fun, young team, a little bit flashy, a little bit showtime. They're like those Dunk City teams yeah. from, uh, from college, uh, Florida, the Gulf Florida Gulf Coast. Gulf Coast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a little bit like that. And, like, obviously, that's that's fun to watch. So whatever they, they're... And the thing is, I mean, like, they got okay. athletes on that team. Like, Bridges, Gordon Hayward before the injury, those guys were posterizing dudes. But it's like, it's... Uh, it's just a bunch of high flyers. It's one of those things where it's like, listen, how many people are really going to just, you know, be like, you know, I'm going to tune into a Charlotte Hornets game, right? So, oh, zero people. So... You know, it's kind of good that they're they're being flashy because it's like, otherwise, not many people but outside of Charlotte are going to be paying attention to the Hornets, right? So, you know, I I, yeah. I kind of dig it. So, Rogier's out for a little bit. I mean, he should come back tonight. He had an ankle thing, so. Mm. I don't think he's as big of a piece on that team as he you know was when he first signed there. Yeah. Um, Because Devontae Graham has been... Really, really, really good for them. Uh, let's talk about one of the most hilarious things uh, that happened this week in the NBA. Rodney McGruder just cat- caught so many strays <laughs> after the Warriors game. Oh my goodness! You know what's even dumber? I've never right seen when so many, 
people just when just Clay Thompson disrespect a when, human when, like that. When Clay Thompson was like crap talking, a bunch of people in Clay's mentions were like, "Hey, at least sell the." Sorry, Clay Thompson on one leg is still a more valuable NBA player than Rodney also, Magruder. If Clay Thompson never played again. <laughs> Roddy Magruder could play for 50 more years and, and not be Never as accomplished and not be as accomplished as Clay Thompson. Let's not act like Clay Thompson. You know, hey, I'm liking Savage Clay Thompson though. You know, I'm hey, here for Clay it. Thompson. Injured Clay Thompson has a lot of time on his hands. He's like, he had a lot of time <laughs> to think about things. All right, he's, he has a lot of time to practice his comedy game. Yeah, I uh, I do. I really do. He's he's one of the most likable humans in the NBA because he's just so. He's so uncontroversial, and then he comes out with something like this, and it's just like, whoa, Clay, wh- where, where did this? Also, come I from? love Draymond, who's like the most. Draymond is the, the most also well. He's like he's the king of the wannabe tough guys, right? <laughs> and and Draymond comes out, and he's like, so by since when now. did Gordon, Since when did Rodney Magruder become a tough guy? That's so dude. Funny. Tough look for Rodney Magruder. Let me tell you. That was that was hilarious. It was so random and frankly just like completely uncalled for. Like it really wasn't that. Also, big of a Rodney deal. Magruder, most ran. I remember him on two K, not liking him on two K. Uh, he was, he had an A plus three point rating, and I would always be let down when he couldn't hit threes. I mean, I would just credit that to to your lack of. No, nah, because I had other guys with I had other guys with 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 A plus three point ratings yeah, who yeah, could yeah, hit a lot yeah, of threes. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not a fan of Rodney Magruder, though. Let saying. me tell you. What are we yeah, saying? Yeah, no. We're not going to pile on Rodney Magruder, but that was just... That was, nah, you know what, dude? Was, let's pile on Rodney that was, Magruder. That was too hilarious to not bring up that that interaction. Uh, All-Star voting, first first round of voting results came in today, actually, because NBA is starting to plan out when they're going to do that. And I, how they're going to do it. Yeah, and De'Aaron Fox came out and said that he thinks that's a dumb idea. I mean, I guess... I mean, that's fair, but, I mean, I don't know. They're already like, you're you're already traveling around the country to different to different arenas. So I mean, what's one more road trip? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, uh, l- let's go through some of these some of these lists for voting, some of the surprises and whatnot. So let's start with the East front court voting leading the way, Kevin Durant, which is honestly that's a little surprising. I I, I would have it's as- not Giannis. I would have expected Giannis to still kind of hold the number one spot. Giannis is in second, then Embiid, Tatum, Butler, which that's a little surprising just because he's missed a bunch of time and the Heat haven't been bad. But I guess, you know, he's earned earned the right over the years to kind of just get get that, like, superstar treatment uh, for the All-Star game. Butler, Adebayo, Sabonis, Randall, Hayward, and then Jeremy Grant get in the 10 slot, which I think is I think is fair considering the year he's having. I think... front court, yeah. I think... I think Butler and Adebayo are a little high. I think Sabonis. I think Hayward's a little low. That's fair. To be I, it's this is like one of the few times though. I feel like the ten front court players are actually, definitely the ten best front yeah, court players. Yeah. In the, yeah. I, I mean, I, I I think Sabonis should be a little higher. Maybe I'm biased, but I think maybe Butler and Sabonis should switch. Obviously, there's still a lot of time in the voting, but still. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then then guards for the East: Bradley Beal in first, rightfully so. Then Kyrie. Harden, Jalen Brown, Levine, Trey Young, Sexton, Derrick Rose, Westbrook, Simmons. Frankly, Simmons, Westbrook should not be on this. They should, they should no. not be. Westbrook, no. I get it because you know he puts uh, up ridiculous numbers. Well, and and like, also just kind of like superstar treatment. You know, even if yeah. you don't have a great season. I mean, I'm not gonna say Westbrook. Statistically, he's still putting up points. He's still getting boards. He's still getting assists. But like, 
you know, he, his shooting numbers are terrible. I also feel that, like, the East, beyond guard number six, it's kind of like, eh, what else do we have to put in there, right? Like, yeah. Like, what other really good guards do we have in the East to, to chuck fair. in there? I mean, like, what? Like, Kyle Lowry, but, like, eh. You know Van what I mean? Vliet. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, Van Vliet. We eh. had a big game last night also. Yeah. Uh, what, Heroes 50? injured, had, so it's like, like 50 eh. most points yeah. by an undrafted player since Moses Malone. Uh, yeah, for Van Vliet, I think the West is where it gets a little bit more controversial. The well, fact that Clay Thompson is at number ten yeah, is that, dumb. Let, let's, let's go into the, the West because that's that was my big. The West point. is where the controversy comes. So let's go front court. LeBron, obviously, Jokic, obviously, Kawhi, Anthony Davis, Paul George, Zion, Andrew Wiggins, Christian Wood, Brandon Ingram, Carmelo Anthony. Okay. Hey, hot me, take. After five, it's all nonsense. Yeah. Well, but Chris, no, Christian Wood should be ahead. No, of Christian Zion. Wood should be ahead of all those guys, and then the rest of them are like, "What are you doing there?" But like Wiggins, are we really sending Wiggins to uh, like really to the All Star game? Really like, are we Andrew, kidding? Do we really think Andrew Wiggins is worthy of an All Star, All Star, uh, All Star game pick? No. Brandon Ingram, eh. Carmelo. First of all, the fact eh. that Jamal Murray isn't listed, it's like what? Well, the guards, it's a lot harder because I mean. Oh, I'm sorry. We have Shea Gilgis Alexander there, uh, and okay, not. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I mean, I think they should both be on the list, right? Yeah, I think I know. Clay shouldn't be on the list, and Jamal yeah, Murray Clay. should be on the list. <laughs> yeah. That's the easy, the easy explanation. Because, like, honestly, one through nine, I'm fine. They're all worthy of an All Star spot. It's just, yeah. why are we voting for Clay? I love the guy. Yeah. He's obviously, dude. Has when he's an healthy, ACL tear. when he's healthy, obviously he should make the All Star game. But what's the point of voting him to the All Star game if he's it's funny? I think the East played? at front court is way better. The East at front court is way better, but the West at guard is way better. Obviously, yeah. Also, because yeah. the fact that they're counting Doncic as a guard, which is like I get it, but he plays small forward, so it's like I don't know. So, you know, if you don't have the list in front of you for the guards, it's Steph, Luca, Damian Lillard, John Morant, Donovan Mitchell, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, CJ McCollum, who's injured. For like a month, also, so we'll see how that goes. Shea Gilgis Alexander, and then Clay yeah, Thompson. Yeah, I mean, he was balling out though. I, I, I mean, I just okay. Controversy here. I know people hate Gobert. Why is Gobert not here? Yeah, I, I like what we're we're taking Mellow, Brandon Ingram, Andrew Wiggins, and Zion over Gobert. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? I know. Is it like just like hate on Rudy Gobert year? Like, I'm sorry, there is not a GM in the league who's like, yeah, let me get Andrew Wiggins over Rudy Gobert. Are, are we are we joking ourselves here? I mean, there's certain words I can't say on air, but like, come on. <laughs> uh, let's get some stats. Let's let's look at Andrew Wiggins' stats this season. Don't even. I, I don't want to get angry, man. I mean, like he's averaging he's averaging eighteen. Five and two on about forty-seven percent shooting. Now let's look at let's look at Rudy Gobert's stats and let's yeah, take keep a look in mind advanced metrics. Let's one t- place let's, center. Let's <laughs> keep in mind the Jazz are also a much better team. He's averaging mm-hmm. 13, 13 and a half, and one and a half with three blocks on sixty percent shooting. Okay, <laughs> sorry. If you average fourteen rebounds and three blocks a game, you're in the All Star game. Yeah, that's that's pretty tough to to argue otherwise. Where's Jaron Jackson? Like, I don't know. We're I don't putting know. Andrew Wiggins in the All Star game, bro. Come on. I don't know if we're putting Jaron Jackson over him. Bro. I guess, but like, I mean, Jaron Jackson hasn't played in forever, yeah, I dude. I know, but like, we're putting Clay Thompson in there, and he hasn't played, so yeah, you know, I let's know. Just put random guys in there. At the <laughs> okay. Well, I think you're. I think you're missing the point here. Um, but also, like, 
why not throw in like a DeAndre Ayton? I mean, he's averaging 13 yeah. boards a game for for Phoenix. Why not? It's uh, I don't know. I, again, it's so early that this doesn't really mean anything yet. But it's still, it just blows my mind every year that there are people that legitimately vote for this with a straight face. And I'm, I'm always the type of person, right? Like I voted for players to go into the all-star game for various sports over the years. And I never understand the people that are like, oh, I'm only voting for everybody that's on my team, right? It's, it's like, like, that's dumb. That's, that's one, dumb. how do you have respect for yourself? And two, it's like, that's not the point. Like, the point is to have the best team that you can assemble, right? From all different, yeah. from all different teams around the league. It's like, no, I want to see, you know. Okay, give me front court, the West, from all teams. I want to see even who's eligible for this because it's ridiculous. Some of these votes. <laughs> are you looking at? Are you looking at? I'm, the the, I'm on the player site now. Yes. I just I don't know. I'm so anti Andrew Wiggins being. I know. I know you are. Let it out. This is a safe place. It's, it's, it's just no. It's just dumb. And mellow. Like, come on, bro. Like, what are we doing, man? I'm honestly surprised Carl Anthony Towns hasn't received any votes. I know he's missed. Yeah. Time. Okay. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. Like I, I know he's missed time with COVID, but I mean, it's still surprising that he's not receiving top ten votes from uh, from all the T Wolves, the, the five T Wolves fans <laughs> out there. Jeez. Hey, man. Um, eh, it's just surprising. It just is. It's so ridiculous. Um. Also, like Kristaps isn't receiving votes. Well, he, like, again, I know he hasn't having a good season, but he he's also played, played like he's still. played like two, three weeks. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I just don't think that people that miss significant time with injury should be on these lists. I really don't. It just doesn't make any sense. Like Ingram, Ingram actually deserves to be there. He's actually playing pretty well. No, I, I know, and like even Zion, like his statistics are All Star caliber. It's just like. It yeah. seems like. Kind but I'm of, sorry. As much as we bang on Carl Anthony Towns, right? As much as we bang on Carl, he still he has still averaging statistic. 22 and 13 with four and a half assists. Like, come on, guys. He still should get the all. But yeah, damn, dude, honestly, like front court is kind of thin in the in the in the West, which is kind of crazy. Well, because like say, past Paul true. George, nobody really like is blowing me away. Yeah. Right. Which is like I don't know why they didn't count. I guess that's why they didn't count Luca as a like now they do the three guards thing, so they don't count Luca as a guard mm. as a as a front court player. Sorry, but it's like hmm. Mm. No, I mean I say the East definitely has the advantage in Edge front and court. court. The West has the yeah. advantage in the. Back I mean, court. all ten guys at, in the East front court. You're looking at and you're like, they're pretty solid. Like there are guys who don't make the list in the East who would make it in the West. At guard, obviously, the West is still very strong because past, like I said, past Trey guard Young. number, past guard number six in the East, it's just a whole lot of eh. Yeah, but I mean, it'd be nice. Also, to I love see... how Ben Simmons counts as a guard. Yeah, like... and I also love how like Ben Simmons is on this list because he's just not good. Just, um, yeah. it'll be it'd be nice to see some people, you know, get an All Star nod though for like I mean, like Colin Wood. Sexton's on 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 the yeah, top Sexton, ten. Yeah, Sexton, Christian Wood, it'd be interesting. Jalen, I think who's here in their first time? Jalen's in his first one. I think was Trey Young and Ulster was last year, so I don't know. I think Levine is in his first one though, right? Uh, I know he got snubbed. So I think Levine I th is I in think his so. first one. Sexton is in his first one. Um, 
I'm trying to see. No, Jeremy Grant will be in his first one. Hayward's been in one. Melo will be in his ha- first one in forever, it seems. Yeah. Has Randall been in an All Star game? I don't think so. No, it'll he's be Randall's a, first. He's having a monster year too. Yeah. So Sabonis, be- Sabonis will be in his first. No, All Sabonis the guys have been in. Sabonis was there last. Did year. he go last year? Yeah. Okay. He must have been like right on the end because I don't remember yeah. him starting I think, in the All Star game. I want to say he was an, an injury. Like an injury reserve. reserve. That's probably why I didn't. But I may be wrong. But yeah, Wood will be in his first one. Yeah, Mello. Yeah, so so I'm I'm just gonna read out some of the dates for the All Star game. Like, well, they're gonna do the skill showdown, right? I'm assuming in the. Well, they said they're gonna try and do the skill. They're doing skills. They're gonna try and do a three point dunk contest. But I don't know how you do that without fans. It's gonna be kind of. I I can see that being a little bit of a letdown. But yeah, I mean, I'm always for a dunk contest because it's my favorite, my favorite event, All Star Weekend. Um, so. A week from today, there's another fan voting update. Then starters are announced February 18th, and then the reserves are announced February 23rd. So so we got a couple more weeks. Uh, I know who I got to vote for to boost them up a little bit. <laughs> Care to share? Nick's, Nick's, Nick's about to go on Twitter and, and just hammer the uh, the vote for Rudy Gobert. <laughs> it, no, I'm... Look, I'm not like... You know, I'm not that guy, but it's. I think it is... A little bit sad how people this is why I, I understand like why fan voting is a thing but like remember like a couple years ago when Zaza Pachulia was like the number one vote getter in the country and it was it's like, just like that's wrong that's just wrong but it's like I'm sorry I understand the whole like Shaq thing but no dude Rudy Gobert is an all-star like it's that simple mm-hmm. if you're asking yourself who are the 10 best front court players in the West? And you, do, I mean, and you don't have Rudy Gobert. And like, as much as I bang on Carl Anthony Towns, and you don't have Carl Anthony Towns there either, like, you're on something. Mm. And I'm sorry, but Zion isn't the best player on his team. Like, Brandon Ingram is better than him at the moment, at least. Yeah, Zion might have more potential, but like, the fact that, that he has double as many votes as Brandon Ingram, like, that just shows this is popular. He has more votes than Christian Wood. Right? Well, it's he like has, you have too many people that just vote mindlessly, right? Like they see name, vote name, right? And it's or like, like they, they don't see highlight. At, they they watch highlight at, tapes. And they don't look at anything. They don't look at stats. They don't look at you know actually how how well people are playing. And that's the frustrating thing to me. It, there needs to be a balance of fan voting, but also like coaches, coaches and, and GMs players. and players. It, it it frankly should be players because I feel like they are the it most be players, coaches, and GMs. I feel like players though are the least biased though. They they go straight up. Off of I mean, yes and no. I feel like out. I feel like a lot of players also they value kind of different things. So like this was the controversy with Stephen Curry when he got like no respect at the beginning because like he wasn't athletic and he didn't do like crazy stuff. I think there should be the players should get a vote, the coaches and the GM should get a vote, and then like I don't know maybe do like sports writers like you do it for the Pro Bowl or something or maybe don't. I mean honestly, what do they know, right? So <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's it should be and I know like that's gonna sound like. Oh, but you shouldn't have to have played the game to know how the game works. Okay, I agree with that. So then give, give like analysts and like sports writers and people like that a vote. But the players should get a vote for sure. And also the coaches and the GM should get a vote. Because, I mean, they are paid to look beyond the surface, well, no, that's, right? That's and, their and, job and is no. literally to... Like there is a reason that Gobert got a $200 million contract. They don't just hand that amount of money for nothing, right? I mean... Well, that's like also... It's quite literally their job to their job to know to know about the sport, to watch the sport, to be educated about the sport, to you know follow along, to understand statistics. Like that is their job, so it wouldn't be yeah. like foolish. I don't know. Um, 
Hey, let's do some let's do some fun some fun uh now that we're a third of the way through the season. Let's mm-hmm. let's uh let's do some fun some fun questions here. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Do you actually think the T-Wolves are the worst team in the NBA? No. Do you think the Pistons? Yes. Wiz- you think the Pistons are worse than the Wizards? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, yes. Yes, yes. Quite quite literally, yes. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who's, yes. who I think is going to finish last. It's it's going to be the Pistons. It's going to be the Pistons. Cuz here's the thing. The Wizards they are tragic because they play no defense. They play no defense and it's just like they just don't have a direction. But right now, on pay, like their roster is is way better. way better than the Pistons. Because at the end of the day, they still do have Bradley Beal and Westbrook, right? Two guys that are very capable of playing good basketball, right? It's just like if it's a matter of hmm, do they get a little bit of help from the rest of the guys on the team, and is there like an ounce of defense played in that game? Yeah. The Wizards are still better than the Pistons. I just think they're so much more of a mess, right? The Pistons have Jeremy Grant, an old Blake Griffin, and, and nothing an old Derek else. Rose. <laughs> and nothing else. You know who I think? I actually don't think the T-Wolves will finish last in the West. I don't think so either. I think the Thunder will. Probably. I just look at that roster and I'm completely uninspired. Well, it's just like, like as much as I bang it's a on similar, Kat and it's Anthony, a similar and Anthony Edwards, I think that they're better talent wise than anybody that the Thunder has. Because it's a si- well, except for Gilgeous, yeah, obviously. Gilgeous Alexander. And I mean, I Horford think, was amazing, but he's also like forty. So I still, I just think the Timberwolves, like the Wizards, at the end of the day, have even though they're talent. bad, they still have Carl Anthony Towns, they still have D'Angelo Russell, and they have. Anthony Edwards, who was a number overall, number one overall pick, right? So at the end of the day, like, they still have a chance to like put a couple good games together and like actually, you know, play good basketball. It's just, will they? Probably not. But I still think on paper they're better than the Thunder, who let, really just have Gildas Alexander and like a bunch of young, young and like not even that highly players. rated guys. Yeah. yeah. Well, because they're still they're transitioning because they have a million picks and they just emptied, you know. Over hey, you know who's sneakily years. having a really good season? Go. Malik Beasley. <laughs> All that Actually, I'm not drama. kidding you. All that Dude, I'm not drama. kidding you. Yeah. You know. Let's not get into Malik Beasley. Beasley, I'd no. rather not talk about all yeah. that. No, but he's... A, <laughs> that, that, I, I was just going through the T-Wolves roster. No, I know. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> no, we are not going to touch that with a 10-foot pole. Um... Yeah, I think that I think that the bottom right now of the NBA, though, I do think the bottom teams in the NBA are better than they have been in a while. Well, and it's like there's fewer of them, right? I'd say there are fewer true, truly just tragic truly teams. Bottom <laughs> level teams. I'd say there's what, four, two in each conference, right? Wizards, what Pistons, Pistons Wiz, Timberwolves, yeah. Thunder. I mean. That's yeah, better than a you could argue New Orleans. Years. You could argue New Orleans, but again, yeah, I think New I still, Orleans. I still think New Orleans. In, I don't in know. The they're are, they're underperforming. Yeah, I, I think. think I think ground. to be honest, like looking at the standings out of the playoffs right now in the in the West, it goes Warriors, Rockets, Kings, Thunder, Mavs, Pelicans, Eagles. I honestly think the Mavs and the Pelicans are so much better than the Thunder and the Kings. Mm-hmm. Man, the Kings. I think they need. Kings and the T Wolves are battling for the award of just like worst organization in the NBA. Like they are just well, they have like been bad. Des- they continue to be bad. They're desperate. They're in desperate needs of just a complete clean slate because they they've been stuck in that middle area for years. Where it's like, oh, are just, we? They can't convert their draft the picks. Are we turning the corner? We've had a million draft picks. Can we turn the corner? No, we can't. Uh, we still have all these really young kind of, you know, 
end of their first contract players. Can we turn a corner? Uh, no, we can't. Let's still keep drafting really high. They just they haven't been able to do it, and and they're stuck in a loop. And they're I mean they're in desperate need of like a, just a full clean slate. I mean, yeah. even with restricted free agency, right? With so many of these rookie contracts having player or team options, I mean, you're getting to the point where De'Aaron Fox is just gonna be like, dude, I'm done with this. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, he's he is a very good player, and he will no, he's he sick. Will receive a ton of interest, right? So, yeah. and he's a point guard, right? Which a lot of teams. Will. But he's a point guard who's good defensively, which is so rare these days. Mm-hmm. But not I mean, enough people are talking about him because he plays for Sacramento. But he's a stud in all the right ways. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't believe there was a a debate whether or not to draft him or Lonzo. I thought it was pretty clear at the time that he was a better yeah. player, and, I don't and know now why it's he just first, now it's just but... even more so. No, it's embarrassing. Um, it's embarrassing that that was even a debate at any point. But I just think. Um, he he i mean there's a there's no chance he's, he stays there when he when he becomes no. a free agent because he's going to draw so much interest because he is going to be a a super athletic young point guard that's a good passer really good yeah. scorer and a very good defender right teams will pay a ton of money and i don't think stockton or and, not stockton um sacramento is one of them and you know what's funny he averages three rebounds a game which people are going to be like oh it's kind of low for a guy who plays 13 minutes you know why because he actually plays defense at the perimeter and doesn't chase rebounds because he's a point guard he averages over a steal a game that's crazy Mm -hmm. considering he's usually checking the opponent's best guard yeah Mm -hmm. well that's also you look at the teams that they're playing a lot too it's like you know good guards they're good guards um no big De'Aaron fox fans both of us i mean he's He's everything that John Wall should have been because he's at least a decent three-point shooter. Mm-hmm. Like you could say, okay, thirty-five percent. Like he's he's not Curry, but thirty-five percent is still good enough that you have to respect it. Yeah. Like you're hitting better than one out of every three, mm-hmm. right? One out of every three attempts. So it's like, you know, I'll take it. Shooting almost fifty percent from the floor. Mm-hmm. Like that means that means that his layups. I mean, that means that his layups and his dunks are are going in, right? I mean, he's getting contested and they're still going in. So yeah, and I mean, he's a great driver just because he's so he has he's such a so great fast. change of pace. So such a great change of pace. I mean, his top speed is almost twenty. He's been recorded almost twenty miles an hour, which you might say, oh, like what's that compared to guys in in soccer and American football who go way faster? You have to understand that people in indoor sports are playing on a such a small, <laughs> like. In, in, in handball and basketball, they're playing on such a small court that they don't have the time to accelerate to their top speed. The fact that these guys can get up to 20 miles or 19 to 20 miles an hour in that short of a space, those guys' top speed is way, way higher than that. It's just that they can't get to it in such a limited amount of space. Mm-hmm. Right? No, he's, his change of pace is bonkers. Yeah, he's, he, he, he plays. He is fast. And he plays hard. I mean, that dude goes hard every single game. It's just that nobody cares about the Kings, so nobody talks about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we care. No, we care because, like, it's, you know, <laughs> we, we look at every corner. And, and the thing is, we don't want to just talk about the big teams because that's boring. And it's, we also want to talk about some stuff on the fringes. And also, we think that, you know, there are fringe teams in the league now that, you know, like Denver's not a that traditional are worth powerhouse. Yeah, Denver's not a traditional powerhouse, you know, even you know, some surprise like Cleveland, which is like, we always say that Cleveland's going to go down, right? And they just refuse to go down. And it's like, come on, Cleveland, what are we doing here? <laughs> like, why are we still here? I mean, Chetty Osmond and and, and Sexton are, are holding them in place. Um, yeah. Uh, wow. It is kind of hard to believe that we're 
a third of the way to to the season. Yeah, already. 72 games, and we're already at like 23, 24. So, uh, well, uh, beat is carrying, dude. I mean, he's 16. right now probably should win MVP at this point. Yeah, he's probably leading. For Even him. though we say we should give it to LeBron every year, which I mean, we you should. could give it going to LeBron by every year. the. Going by the rules of best storyline and best numbers that season, give it to Embiid or Jokic. It's got to be Embiid or Jokic. I mean, yeah. they are carrying so mm-hmm. hard. Mm-hmm. Also, it'll be cool to see a center win it, right? I mean, yeah, as much as we're all about modern NBA, those those guys are actually modern NBA. Well, especially because so, yeah, you know, the narrative nowadays is always like, oh, point forwards, you know, guards LeBron, and wings, and wings. Doncic yeah. style players that are, you know, playmakers that are forwards but play like guards, you know, things like that. Um, we'll have more nba stuff some uh, around this time next week we'll be doing our uh super bowl preview tomorrow and then it's all basketball time college yeah, and, and, then, NBA. and then we're and then we're leaving football in the rearview mirror we're going full full-fledged basketball for a while. podcast for a few months yeah and it's I gonna be wait. great dude it's gonna Cannot be great. we get college and nba stuff. <laughs> so good so uh yeah we'll, we'll like i said have the super bowl preview up very shortly and uh until then we'll see you next time